Let's talk about checking other locations besides your house. So backyards, offices, what's the story with these things? So the halacha is any place that you can have access to and you're going to be living in, you have to check. If you're not going to be showing up at your office at all, then you could uh, rely on the fact that you're doing a mechira and selling your chametz, and you're not going into your office. However, since you could go into your office and check the mail, etc., it should preferably be checked. It doesn't have to be the night of Badika, but it should be checked ahead of time and cleaned, and then you don't have to worry about it since you're also selling. However, a place that you know you will be having access to, such as your backyard, and you will be using it, even if you're selling your chametz, you still have a problem that you can have chametz around um, where you're going to be living. And therefore, you have a real issue of bedikah. And the proper time for the bedikah is lel bedikah's chametz. Now, the halacha is with an outdoor place where chickens uh, in the olden times, or cats, rats, raccoons, uh, whatever else might be, may eat the food that you left out there, so we have a rule that says, if you're not sure if there was chametz there, and even if there was chametz there, maybe it was already eaten by pets, then you would not have to check it on the night of Bedika. However, if you're sure that chametz was there sometime shortly before Pesach, you cannot rely on the fact that animals took care of it and it would require Bedika. The question is, when do we say it's considered shortly before Pesach. Some say if you know there was comments there within 30 days, you're going to have to check it. Others say if you know there was comments there the day before Pesach, it has to be checked the night of Pesach. Since for the most part, when we have children, we allow them, especially before Pesach, to eat outdoors instead of eating indoors, it's very, very probable that there's a full pizza crust, a complete sandwich, you name it, lying outside in the backyard. Um, <clears throat> And therefore, it's considered a place that you for sure put comets shortly before Pesach, and it does require bedika. Now, if the bedika is very difficult at night, what you could do is check it very well by daytime. And since it's in full daylight, you don't need a flashlight like we require indoors by day if you're doing an indoor bedika, because we're concerned that even the daylight is not going to get to all the nooks and crannies and that there's very large windows, whatever. But outdoors, if there's full daylight, you could use that and check the day before Pesach and then make sure that no other comments is brought there until the next morning, you know, when all the comments is gone by beer comments. That also might be a bit difficult because you might, you might be serving dinner, Lel Batikas comments outdoors. If you're very careful about not dropping comments or leaving comments there, crumbs you don't have to worry about. It's more of an issue of something that's left that's a kazayas or more. So if you check it well by day and you ensure that there's no kazayas or more, being left there, then you're good to go. You would not have to check it once again at night. However, if there was comments there that most people do and allow their kids to eat there the, uh, the nights leading up to Pesach, or the days leading up to Pesach, then there is an issue of Batika and it should be checked the evening of Batika's coming. Somebody who's selling their house are going to be away on vacation and no one's going to be using their house. They could sell their comments, sell their house, and there's no concern, and the house should not be accessible to any Jews over Pesach. If you're going to be lending out your house and letting people stay there, you do have an issue. What you could do is sell the specific areas where comments is, block them up, tape them, make it recognizably not accessible to the Jews, because right now a non-Jew is the tenant of those rooms, and if those rooms are blocked off and marked, 
then somebody could stay in the house so long as the rooms that they will be using will be checked. Verify with your guest who's going to be doing the checking so that they could use the house on Pesach. When we sell chametz to a guy, if we're staying in the house, we have to recognize that the location that the chametz is in becomes rented to the non-Jew as well. So it's not ours. The non-Jew becomes a tenant in our home, and he owns the closet. He owns the shelf, whatever it is. He owns the area that the chametz is going to be. He's your tenant throughout the eight days of Pesach, and you cannot have access to that thing. It should be taped up, blocked properly with a mechitza, a door, and therefore that area is not part of your home, it's leased to the non-Jew for Pesach. In case of some emergency, there's a medicine that you forgot in that closet or whatever it might be, some kind of need, there is permission that the non-Jew would allow you to go in and get that item, but it's very not lechatchila to do so, and anything that you might need from there should be cleared out in the first place, because there's comments there and you should not have any access to that area.